warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces, it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces, absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. Hello everyone, this is Dan, your host of Pieces and Pieces, a minute-by-minute-ish podcast covering 1981's, 82, 83, uh, slasher film Pieces, directed by J.P. Simon, directed by Dick Randall. And we are, the, the premise behind this, uh, the, like I said, this is the fourth episode, so, so hopefully you, you, you know what's going on here, but I will explain if this is your first time. Instead of going minute by minute, or uh, um, covering the whole movie at once, uh, we're sort of going in segments. Uh, so each episode, I don't quite know where we're going to end up, and in, in fact, as I'm recording this, I don't know where this episode is going to end up, because I got a little um, addendum from the previous one. And I'm going to try to just keep this brief, uh, to briefness. But um, uh, a gentleman, a fan of the podcast, who I'm going to call Steve Y. We'll put that in quotes. Uh, uh, first off, uh, sent me a very nice message saying he was enjoying the podcast and pointed out that the New England Patriots didn't get started until around 1959, 1960. So there's another um, anachronism in that opening sequence. But he also pointed out, uh, unlike my thing in the last episode, where I thought that the actress in the nude puzzle looked a lot like the actress who was skateboarding, he pointed out that have a look at the actress who's skateboarding and the gal who gets her head cut off. Aren't they the same actress? Now, I'd never thought of that for assorted reasons. I did go online and I looked and uh, the actress named Roxana Nieto is this is Virginia Palmer, chainsaw victim. When you Google that name, uh, the first two images that come up are the image of her about to get her head sawed off and the image of the woman on the skateboard. And back to back, ne- next to each other, yeah, I I think it's I think they're the same actress or they're I mean these two there are two actresses that look very similar. The problem is the movie doesn't list either of them. The movie just uh, has the main characters. It doesn't do any of the victims. So all the stuff we're getting on IMDb and elsewhere is from elsewhere. It's not from the movie itself, and um, those things might be actually more legitimate than, than whatever the, it is the movie is saying. So if so that's, that brings up the question, and I'm not going to go too deep into detail right here. Well, I mean, the, th- the thing is, like, I, I didn't quite believe Steve at first, but he, he said, well, you know, look at her hair. And, you know, she's got this, um, you know, this, this hair that's got kind of this big roll kind of thing over her forehead and kind of boofed up on the side. I don't know how to, how to, how to describe it. I'm, I'm not a hair guy. Uh, you know, and and the eyes are similar, and the mouth similar, teeth are similar. I was hoping that uh, you'd be able to see the, the the cross. She had a crucifix around her neck, not not like a a huge one that was weighing her down, like a little necklace with with the little one. And you could see quite clearly when she's skateboarding. And I always thought when she was skateboarding, she was a little bit more heavily dressed. Um, uh, but but actually, when she's skateboarding, she just kind of has a, a jacket on, and she's in a you know skirt and and, and socks and and shoes and and uh, like a, a shirt and stuff. So she's not as heavily dressed as I thought. Because my thing was always that the killer sees that young woman hit the mirror and is decapitated or is mutilated. He sees the image of like her head in in the shard, in the piece of glass, 
and that triggers him and gradually all this comes back to him that he and he begins to come up with the plan of wanting to create the puzzle and then several weeks later several months later he kills the first gal who is now uh it's several weeks long a month or so long something like that maybe a semester long um and and why do i say that because the the girl who hits the roller the thing is she's in a long dress skirt thing and and a jacket whereas the yeah the gal out in the um in the in the field there gets decapitated she's in a short skirt that barely goes you know beneath her bum and uh so so to me there's a there's a time difference there just because of the clothing that's being worn but uh, i don't know i mean there's the thing where um and and i think this is so and i will be able to verify this i believe later in the episode or the next episode that when the the cops go to visit the dean they don't mention a gal running into a mirror although there is that weird moment where the dean comes out and is like oh like i forget sergeant bracken uh, lieutenant bracken we think for a split second that the dean knows him and that maybe be like oh we haven't seen you out here since the gal ran into the giant mirror but then it is a college campus he is the dean and and they probably do get called i have been called out there before but like i said they don't there they, when, when we talk to the cops in a little bit they will be there for the decapitated gal and he'll have nothing to do with the gal who ran into the mirror in fact that won't even be a thing that comes up again and in fact if you go on wikipedia and read the plot description of the movie which sometimes is very specific it doesn't mention the roller skating gal hitting the mirror at all I think it could be a dream. I think it could be a series of things that the killer had in his mind. Maybe he saw the woman roller skating who reminded him, as as she reminded me, of the woman in the puzzle. And then he saw the mirror. Maybe maybe she was skating down. Because one of the things uh, my, my friend Tim uh, said is, why doesn't she get off the skateboard? And maybe she did get off the skateboard. Maybe she doesn't hit the... Maybe, I mean, it could be she does that thing where you, like, go back on the back of the skateboard to kind of stop it. But maybe because she was on an incline it was going too fast, it shot out from under her. She went backwards and the mirror slammed and... Uh, the skateboard slammed into the mirror and she screamed and it fell apart. And that's... The killer saw the this happen. And maybe... And, and uh, you know what, actually, it's funny, in, in my mind now, the more that I think of it, the more that I think that the gal you see skateboarding and the gal who gets decapitated are the same one, the more I think that that is a dream, that sequence is dream. I mean, look at the way it, it cuts in between, you know, it goes 40 years later, but then the very first scene 40 years later is actually like two different time things happening, because he's not unveiling what he has in the boxes at the same time that the woman is hitting the mirror it's the woman hitting the mirror or or his in mind saying reminding him of his mother throwing the picture of his dad against the mirror shattering the mirror and it's 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 this mirror being broken out on the campus that that instigates this in his mind so it's weird that you go 40 years later but the first image the first scene you have seems to be two different time frames happening so i think what happened this is just me and this will probably change with the next episode it's like a, like i said yeah um and i i and i just i just i just go back to one more time and and but but steve like he mentioned i 
folks have said this on IMDb too. And like I said, he mentioned hair. He mentioned uh, like mouth, teeth, um, eyes. He he sent me a very detailed file um, uh, 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 detailing a couple of shots from the chainsaw victim, um, describing her thighs and and sort of. He said he spent a lot of time uh, zooming in and out, freeze framing, looking at that frame by frame. I pointed out that you can't see um, the the skateboarding gal's thighs because she's wearing a very long skirt. He assured me that in the sort of research he's doing, that is not important. And he actually told me um, at the end of this uh, uh, podcast, and I have to actually get to the minute at hand here. Um, maybe I'll make this an addendum. Hmm. Uh, but he, he assured me that this is the way this works. And he said at the end of this uh, episode or the next or whenever, when, you, when I give the email address, if you're interested in um, uh, reading and seeing some of the um, uh, research he did on this uh, actress in, in, as a skateboarding gal and the, uh, the, the gal who gets the cap, with, with uh, interest on the thighs, um, he would provide an address, a post office box, and you send him $10 uh, money order. I think he used, maybe used Bitcoin too. Um, and, he, and a self-addressed stamped envelope, and he will send you this information. So thank you, uh, Steve Y, for that. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think what it is, is it's a mix of, he saw a mirror shattered, he saw this gal near the mirror. I don't think, she, she may have, the skateboard may have hit the mirror, she may have screamed, something like that. But I think it's a conglomeration of things that I, I think it was one day he just, he was sleeping and in his dreams, uh, this happened. And it, when he woke up from the dream, he began his puzzle building construction i think that's what it is i don't think it's a real scene i think it's a dream scene if you watch the english version it's tough to negotiate that um it doesn't make sense it's never made sense but if you watch the spanish version it makes sense because you can't hear she she's clearly waving to people and speaking to people and she is but you can't hear it on the spanish version you can only hear the piano pounding and pounding away and frankly sounding a bit ridiculous it, it reminds me of some of the library music from malinowski's uh, curse of the screaming dead um but i think watch the spanish version watch the scene of the spanish version because it feels more like a like a weird dream or, or something he saw the killer saw a a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago, something like that, that somehow has triggered his mind right now. And he's going after the woman in the dream, and that's the first victim. I don't know if any of what I said just makes sense. I think this should actually be an addendum. So we are going to call this... This is a separate episode. This isn't episode four anymore, folks. This is now episode 3A, The Case of the Broken Mirror and the Three Women. And that will be three, the number three, women. Uh, yeah, that's so so this is an addenda uh, that will go in between three and four discussing that. And thank you, Steve Y. And please remember, Danny Slacks at Yahoo.com. Uh, set aside nine ninety five in a self-addressed stamped envelope. And Steve Y. will give you all the information you need on those thighs. And so... Um, and I think that's code name too. When he he would say that to me, I don't think I don't think that means exactly what we think it means. If you'll pardon the misquote. So that is the addendum, three uh, A. Uh, I didn't mean for this to go so long. I apologize, everyone. But isn't it interesting? I mean, I, I've been watching this for years, and it it the the movie makes so little sense, anyways. That the that the mirror scene made even less sense to me, apart from being a trigger. But if the gal is the same one in each, then that 
sort of makes even less sense, but it kind of makes more sense. She, she, I, well, like I said, she looks like the gal to me in the puzzle. So that may have been it. He saw her. There was a broken mirror involved. One day he dreamt this, and he was like, I have to have her head for this puzzle I'm putting together. I'm going to stop it there. I just grossed myself out a little, but in the best possible way. So uh, listen to this, folks, and I will be back shortly with episode four. (laughs) 